Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening. Day today is the 13th of September, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show presented by The Athletic. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. James, uh, do you want to you want to start with football or do you want to end with football? Let's let's start with with football and gambling and guess if I'll ever get my 150 bucks from you. I think so. You are going to get your 150 dollars from me. So here's what happened. Some of you were in on this because uh, I think James was firing off some tweets about it. I did. Um, so the bet that we had for the Thursday night game, Buffalo in L.A., was because okay. So what people don't know is sometimes James and I will just text each other, you know, dumb bets that we know aren't going to happen, but it's just like a haha, whatever, just in case. Well, mine Wait, you, was you should you should edit you should edit dumb bets that you don't think are going to happen. Okay, like when I lead with, hey, I I text James randomly if Stafford throws five TDs tonight, you have to buy me. I think I said a, a teal jersey or the Big Sean jersey or something. The Big like Sean that. jersey. The Big Sean jersey because it's like you know that's not going to happen. Sometimes I just want an excuse to text James, you know, have an interaction with him. He's a great guy. I love hearing from him. Oh, uh, he responds with, "We start working through what his end of the deal is," and he goes, "He he settles on if Stafford throws." more INTs than TDs, you owe me 150 bucks. That's equal value. The jersey is going to be about 150 bucks, 150 bucks cash. It's about the same thing, right? Yep. I'm thinking to myself, yours is a lot more realistic, but still no shot that's going to happen even with this Bills defense. Now, your reply to me was both are unlikely. I think both. I think I honestly stand by that. At the time, I stand by believing that they were both unlikely. I, I did not expect that two of those interceptions weren't going to be his fault. What? One of them was a tip. One of them was a tip. I, I, who who I, threw the ball that got tipped? He doesn't have an elbow right now, man. And you're going to be like, well, then you shouldn't have made the bet. James is going to get his money. I, I think we have a very I'll fair. I'll get it. I think we have a very fair plan in place as to what the payment of that is. And I'm, without airing out our business, I think and it's then, very And then fair. he's delaying. Then he's delaying the way to get the means. So it's not. Oh my God! Don't even go. I am. It's me. Do you really want me to? You want to do this? It's not me. The show taken off the air pretty quick. I'm helping. So, anyways, uh, just so we're being fair to Michigan fans, let's do a quick few minutes. You. It's always been JJ, right? Always. I don't don't care. Yeah. It's it's, it's always been JJ McCarthy. Are you asking me who I liked more, or who did I think was going to start? I didn't. I don't like either. I don't care. Okay. Well, then. Did you have an actual answer to the other question then? <laughs> I thought you were asking me who was the importance of clarifying I thought you were, if you don't I care. I thought you were way. asking me what, what, what did I think Harbaugh was doing? Like, was it always JJ and Harbaugh? It always was. It always was. Yeah. Everybody knows that he was just too afraid to do it. He yeah. was just he too wanted, scared, right? Somebody made a good point. I don't remember if it was on Twitter or somewhere. I apologize. I'm sure many people said this, but it seemed like Harbaugh wanted people to see for themselves that JJ was better than Cade. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted the public to be like the optics are so obvious here you so yeah. that way Jim's quote unquote hands are are tied here right so it doesn't he, look right. like he just bent, came into the season benching the guy that has won him a big 10 title look everybody see for yourself this right. guy's better even yeah. though everybody knows Cage should have entered the transfer portal because everybody knows now i will say shout out to still. jj he oh he still will i'm just saying he should have already done it and avoided all of this in the first place pretending the whole like the 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 QB room controversy that was going on the last few weeks, like Cade didn't know what was going on, was silly. The self awareness. I, I would was say silly. he was probably misled, but yeah, and I, I, it was yeah, it was just handled poorly. Then he must not be online. We know how much these dudes see. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not yeah. that hard for them to. Anyways, 
Uh, I do shout out to JJ McCarthy though, because he is uh, he lost Michigan the Michigan State game last year when they brought him in for like two snaps and yep. he fumbled the ball on like the forty yard line. So shout out to JJ McCarthy for smoking they that would, last year. They would have beat us if yeah. uh, they did. They just left left Caden. Craziest thing, first half of that game was the best half of football that Cade McNamara had played all year, and I was shocked. And then the second half, just the wheels kind of fell off. Also, Kenneth Walker, obviously, but yeah. uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about Noah the fact Kim. we're right. We are, I think, the two most historically Vocal. correct people oh. in the world. Uh, congratulations, Noah Kim is your new QB1, Spartan fans. I wish. Oh Don't my. say that because maybe somebody like will listen to this and think that they missed something and then rush you, to Twitter as they're driving and knock on wood, uh, hit a squirrel. You know what I was thinking? I was wondering this watching the Michigan State game, which, by the way, thank goodness uh, that that's the only time we're going to be wearing the neons this year. Glad we got it out of the way because wearing those uniforms make me not want to watch the game. The worst part of it, and I think I realized what it was. I tweeted it. It's the like, of course, the whole the state. The lettering is, is weird. Yeah. yeah. But it would be it would be manageable if the numbering was neon. Why is You're right. it? You're right. It looks I don't, so yeah. weird. It's the last thing from the D'Antonio era that I'm kind of like, we can cut this. Like, yeah. it's, we don't need to like we bring back the Nike Pro Combats from 2011, but we can cut those. Uh, so I was were wondering those the gold helmet, the ones we wore against Michigan in yeah 2011. Yeah, yeah those were tough. Those were whoo, Kirk Cousins, yeah, Warren, were... BJ Cunningham had a touchdown in that game. I think Keith Nickel. I think maybe Edwin Baker had a TD in that game Shout out to Edwin Baker. Uh, Isaiah Lewis had a pick six in that game. Anyways, Noah Kim cracked out of his mind through an absolute dart. Yeah. Second Something play. that Peyton Thorne has been an, unable to do. And listen, do you have a Peyton Thorne rant too? Well, my, what I was going to say is I was wondering if we really tried, do you think we could get him? Not that we will or will try. Do you think we could get him on the show? Do you think we know the right people to do that? I think we would. To get Peyton Thorne or know Kim? Uh, yes. I know I could. I know the person to make the ask to. Okay. That's kind of, I guess you would of all people. Yeah. Okay. But uh, let's get Noah and Caden Hauser. I mean, I would be down to get Noah. There's no way Noah listens to this pod. No way. He'd do the show. We should get Noah Kim. Literally, let's get Noah Kim. Do we just do do we just throw him a bag nil nil money? Oh my god! Literally, we can do that too. We can say here's a hundred dollars to. We should send him a Bunning Cardigan, uh, t-shirt to wear on the the walk that they do. I actually have that. I'm gonna see if so. I think to do it. I think Michigan State plays Villanova this year. In they basketball, play, they play like Villanova, Duke. Uh, they play the most insane non-conference guys. So I'm I'm gonna ask when the time comes. I'm gonna ask Isaiah Livers and Sadiq if they want to make a bet. I'll wear similar Ooh. to what, remember what me and Luke Kennard did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have Luke's Duke hoodie. I had to wear it to a game. Um, and if he and if State had one, he would have had to wear Michigan State stuff through for the what do they call it the uh, the catwalk or whatever. When kid, the when, thing that they do, yeah, yeah, yeah when they yeah. get the when they get flicked up on the way, yeah. Back. Thomas yeah. Sadiq and Isaiah Livers want to do that this year, but instead of wearing Michigan State stuff, I'm gonna they have to wear BNC hoodie. Yo, yes, oh my gosh, yes, we're gonna have Noah Kim, Sadiq Bay, and Isaiah Livers getting tunnel picks with <laughs> BNC merch. That'd be hard. They're gonna they're gonna go on league fits with BNC merch oh my goodness uh With the pandas okay. <laughs> you want to get into this mailbag let's let you want let's switch over to back oh you want to you probably have a little lion spiel you want to go on you're passionate you're fired up 
MCDC no, guy over here. No, I mean, we maybe we save it for therapy at the end of the show. No, we have a really good question. Did you see my is a, is a good did you see my t- Twitter interactions last night? Yeah, that's why I'm saying you're a big MCDC guy now. Big, big lines. No, 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 I meant just like the people that I was tweeting about football. And this one guy said, we get it. Shut up. And yeah. but it was me tweeting about Andre Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another guy is goes back to what I was saying a few weeks ago. Where I just think I should just tweet my stories and call it a day. But um, yeah, I mean, listen, do fans want their team to win? Of course. Uh, did the Lions could the Lions have won that game? Yes. Yeah. I don't want to say should have should have anybody went into that game thinking the Lions were going to win because you can fan how you want. I was also very clear that they could have won the game. So it's not that crazy to think that. Right. Well, I think going into the game, this is, I guess, the whole kind of separation between the, the fan base. Like. What did they do to get that much better to make you think that they could overcome losing by 100 to that team last year? They added the Jaguars as best player. Aiden Hutchinson. He was okay at best. Yeah. And everything's just, so it's like, I understand you get excited for a new season. I'm sure Hard Knocks had a lot to play into it. But if we're like really looking at it, they, this wasn't, they, next year is the year they're going to add guys. This yeah. It wasn't this year. So like, I didn't go into that. I thought went into that game, which I was at, it was just so much fun. Flex. Um, It wasn't a flex. It was, flex. Shout to Brendan Quinn. It was his birthday. We all. Hey, we all you texted. You asked me to tell you that someone. Probably oh, ran shout into out to shout out to um Nick something. Nick Wax. Nick yeah. Wax. Um, I met him in line getting into the Lions game. He loves our show. Nice. I told him I'd shout him out. So shout out to Nick Wax. Heck yeah. And and really quick, I just want to go on a, a quick tangent. And this is good. I'm not saying this to like puff out my chest or toot my own horn, whatever. The love I get in the city is so awesome, man. Like, I really appreciate, like, you guys and um, just the support, whether it's you only read at The Athletic, um, whether you only listen to the pod, whether you do both. Like, I had five. I had this. We were in. I was in line getting a beer. And this one guy was like, oh, James Edwards. I was like, oh, yeah, very nice to meet you. Did the whole talk to him. He's like, then the guy behind me was like, oh, I didn't realize that was you. No. There's like three guys in line. Four guys in line. And it's just so cool. Like I'm a very low key person, um, but I, I am. I, I live downtown like I'm out and about in the city. Yeah. And it's like really cool. Like just when people come up and uh, want to talk and interact. And it's just a breath of fresh air because of how much I talk about interactions negatively online that in real life, people are like super cool. Yeah. And go out of their way to talk and and show love and i just wanted to say thank you to everybody that's that's ever done that you don't have to do that what's the like dap to handshake ratio with when people meet you is it like 60 40 because for me it's like if somebody sees me i I think like because i'm just a dude that when when people see me they just think handshake so i'm like 70 30 handshake I i always go handshake um I always go handshake and I always they always like, hey, I'm a fan of your work. Nice to meet you. And I always ask them their name, just usually handshake, ask their name and we'll talk for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, did I tell a story about the dude who ran into me at the airport recently. You told me on the side. Oh, there was a guy there. I forget his name. I think his name was Brian. He knew who I was because he loves your YouTube videos. No way. Yeah. 
It was he was. Oh tail- man, he was tailgating near us. I love that. Okay, James, what do you say we get into some basketball questions? How's that sound today? Yeah, I was talking about something before I went on that rant. Um, yes, you were. Do you recall something? Well, I maybe about the Lions, about the Eagles, oh, and how we had no business winning that game. The Lions lost that team by hundred last year. They had a chance to win this year. I'm. I was at the game. I enjoyed my time there and thought that they played well. And I'd expect them to beat the Commanders. Like I don't. I was more. They overshot my expectations in the Eagles game. Like it seems like more people were pissed that. They everyone's saying, how is that same old Lions that they cut? Uh, uh, I mean, a lot of self-inflicted stuff, a lot of really frustrating drops. Some people chalk the onside like, kick up to the Alliance thing. No, I actually loved that. I loved I that too. call. I don't think I think the Eagles were you saying that Jalen Hurts was moonwalking to first downs on every like you were right. They were probably yeah. going to score on that possession anyways. Why not? Yeah, you know, they pulled it off a time. few times last year. That's why we love Dan Campbell is because of those shenanigans. I, it, that was, it was pretty inconsequential in the end. And also, like, be mad about the pick six. Why has it, right. why is nobody mad about the pick six? You take or the pick the, six out, we win the game. Or the drop on the crossing route on third and six that, I don't know if it was Reynolds or Amon Ra that Goff put it on the money, and then, they end, then he ended up overthrowing the next play, and they had to punt. But the dude would have had 15-yard reception. They would have. It was right before. Yeah. So there was many things. I just know that I walked away thinking the Lions were better than I thought they were going in. And to me, as that's all I wanted to see this year. I didn't expect much. I expect yeah. maybe six wins. You see the thing that Amon Ra and Equinemius scored a touchdown within like five seconds of each other in real life. Yeah, I was pissed because I have uh, I have Mooney on my fantasy team and he had Yo, one catch for eight yards. My fantasy team. We're gonna get into basketball in just a second. My fantasy team is cracked, but I also started Cam Akers this week. But DeAndre Swift saved me, so we're good. Okie dokie. James opened up a mailbag uh, exclusively to the Bun and Cardigan email, which again is uh, the Bun and Card. Wait, is it Bun and Cardigan or the Bun and Cardigan? Bun and cardigan. Bun and cardigan at gmail.com, spelled phonetically A N D, not the ampersand. You can send us anything and we'll probably read it on the show today. We uh, want... Let's not say that, but yeah. I will read it and, and potentially then respond. This... <laughs> yes. And maybe read. And also, that should be the next hoodie, spelled phonetically. Spelled phonetically. I have yeah. to make sure every time because I don't want people putting bun ampersand cardigan. No, I know. So I appreciate I just, you doing it, but it's also become like a little bit of a, of a bit if you're a regular listener. So first question, uh, since the last episode came out, the Pistons have released new uniforms. And this question comes to us from Bobby. Pretty sure Nick said that he hates black jerseys uh, when they aren't a part of the normal color scheme of a team. Would love to hear both of your reaction to these new threads. Uh, I will go first. Love them. Only love them. I think they're fire. My my biggest takeaway was I'm really happy. My first impression of them was on one of the players and not on a mannequin or a hanger in some Jimmy jazz in Ferndale. Sadiq rocked that Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You got, you got a, I sent you the photo before uh, I was going live with the story. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't going to say it, but James gave me the scoop on the jerseys. I mean, I showed you like 30 minutes before the the story I posted was going live or an hour before about three hours, hours, but yeah. uh, um it is i saw it in person um if you missed it i i actually broke the story of how the jerseys came about uh, it was by a gentleman uh cochise can't remember his last name right now sorry wrote the damn I, story yeah i did um gosh i want to look it up 
because I feel bad. Hold on one second. <laughs> can you say, can you like do the alphabet backwards really quick? Um, uh, apartment flooded the other day. That's not fun oh, yeah, to deal with. Cool. Landlord goes, oh. Landlord, cheese hardy. Do you want to finish it? No, I was just okay. killing. I Thanks. mean, that all happened and that was a real yeah, thing. I feel bad for landlord you. is not a real job, but go ahead. Uh, Cochise Hardy went on a rant uh, in 2020 saying just the Pistons need dog ass jerseys. And he was just frustrated seeing everybody else coming out with heat jerseys and his team didn't. And I have the voicemail. I don't I'd have to ask for his permission. Maybe we play it next week. Yeah, the Pistons played it. Um, now so you got to chop it up and make a beat out of it. Oh, that'd be hard. I'll ask yeah. for his permission. Um, clear the sample <laughs> i'll clear the sample but yeah and they people heard it his rant and they yeah of course they thought it was funny uh but also tyrell who is one of the chief marketing managers like it's like we need to have that passion when we create these new jerseys and yeah black is they've been trying to slowly incorporate black if you notice a lot of their merch is black the 313 logo the restore um, shirt yep they've they've done they've been incorporating black more and so to finally do it on a jersey, and it's not the first time they did it. They did the Motor City black and gray. Uh, but this is the first time they've used black, I believe, while incorporating the red, white, and blue still. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was fire from the photos. I, I Like you said, I think it was good to have Kate and Sadiq uh, be the first impression that people saw with them. Yep. Um, I saw them in person, and I think they even look better in person. But I think they're sweet. I, it's different. Uh, I like it a lot. I, I even like people hated the the font and where the words are and all that stuff. I like that. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just different to me. It's cool. Like, bro, they're not the grays, right? Yeah. So deal with it. Uh, right. Another Jersey question, another uniform question from Tyler. Hey, guys, question for James. When are the teal jerseys going to be on sale? And when are the big jerseys going to be unveiled? Now, Tyler, I actually have an answer to one of these questions. The but big you Sean said, jerseys. But you said question for James. So I'm actually going to withhold my answer and see if James can figure it out. Did, does big jerseys mean big Sean? I said big Sean jersey. I'm sorry. Oh, I I say big jersey? Big jersey. Yeah. yeah. When do the big Sean jerseys come out? Um, I was told the teal jerseys come out. They will be on sale before the regular season. That's all I know. Okay. Um, those and the black ones will be available for purchase before the start of the regular season okay um the big sean jerseys i believe are going to be unveiled in november that was the one that i thought that i knew uh and everybody and listen three or four people have told me now and we'll see if this is true you guys i'll i'll keep my my bias out of this my my uh let me not say that everyone knows who listens i'm not a big fan of sean's music so I'll keep my bias out of this. But everybody, I've talked to three or four people. A couple of people have told me these ones are the best ones. And I'm also not sure. Listen, do I want to say this? Obviously, the idea is that Big Sean is involved heavily right. with this. Do I know that to be fact? I don't. But they are going to he is going to get all the credit if these are fire. So. Right. Um, I've heard that these are the best ones to date. Are the Pistons caping for Big Sean? We'll see. To be continued, I think. We'll see. Because what are they going to do? Be like, no, they suck. They're not going to say that. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like being like Dwayne Casey said, player X looks really good in camp. No (laughs) shit. Yeah. Does he look good? Is that what the coach said about him? Interesting. (laughs) From Joshua. Oh, we're almost at training camp season. Almost there. From like, from that, like, (laughs) 
like we don't get to watch camp so it's like it's just a lot of weeks and there's like two weeks and of uh you just gotta take you just gotta take the coaches for their word from joshua do you think the pistons return for trading jeremy grant would be different since the jazz traded gobert and kind of reset the market it kind of feels different than it did before i think if they waited and did it in the summer post gobert trade and you're in the, afore- the aforementioned reset of the value market so to speak uh <laughs> then i think you probably would have gotten less right than you already got yeah which wasn't a lot i mean it didn't look like a lot and then it turned into a lottery pick well so, right i'm sorry i'm sorry yes no, i know what you mean um I would say that I don't know if those two, the Go Bear and Mitchell deal, have any impact on Jeremy because he's not them. Um, and the Pistons had been having conversations with people for a while about. But his- it changes the way that the, those trades, I think, change the way that we are now quantifying the value of these players. Where the Knicks went from, I'm sorry, the, the Jazz went from, hey, the Knicks have to give us seven picks and five of their best players to three picks two pick swaps and three mid players, sorry, two mid players and one player who hasn't, you know what I mean? So, so the way that we're quantifying the value has changed. So the question is, if you waited until after that happened, what would, you know, what would have been different? And I think you would have gotten less. That's possible. I, I, I I think the market remember when it's kind of became more obvious that Jeremy was likely going to be gone. Like everybody was comparing, Okay, so what did Aaron Gordon get in a trade? What about you look at Robert Covington? Right. Like the market was kind of set for those type of um versatile forwards. Tertiary then, guys. Yeah, and and then technically, like Jeremy didn't even get that. Like he it ended up being kind of almost a better the the lottery pick ended up being better almost than like what the magic got for well, obviously time will tell if Duran's good or whatever, but um yeah, I I don't know. That's a. I'm not good with that. I don't know about the reset the market stuff. I'm not. That's one thing I'm not very good at. Yeah. Maybe I should make a video out of it. Uh, from Kyle Metz, a regular listener and uh, chatter with the BNC, sent in a few questions. Uh, he said that he'll let us pick out which one we like the most. This is the one that I like because we've actually talked about this. I think you and I uh both via text and i think we've mentioned it a few times on the show next summer would you rather pay i'm sorry next summer would you rather the pistons sign draymond for four years starting at 25 million or wiggins for four years starting at 38 wiggins so i'm a sicko as we've established and i would give draymond that contract today and i wouldn't blink i wouldn't think about it tomorrow i would i wouldn't regret it four years 100 million yeah for draymond green i would do it today immediately you're the for my team and Pistons. you're the Pistons fan who has sat through. Yep. Tracy McGrady. Yep. Chris Weber. Chris Weber. Yep. Name Blake as many Griffin. as you want. The answer is Blake yes. Griffin. Yep. Say it. Say, say more names. Yep. Keep naming names. The answer is yep. And you want to go through that again, but on a worse scale because the contract's even higher than everybody on that except Blake. Yep. That's what I want to do. Draymond. Just say you, just, I want you to say these words. I like the eighth seed. Just say it. I don't think that that move, I don't think that that move would align with complacency. It is if he's not good and then you have no room to get other good players. 25 million is a lot of money. Yeah. $40 million is a lot of money too. Mm -hmm. What would you do? Oh, I mean, you you already said Wiggins, but why are you so, why is it so bam, bam? Like, like I, if I I had a real choice, go go ahead. 
No, but I was no, gonna, no. <laughs> I would say neither. I would say Please. neither. I would rather. Oh, of course. I would rather like. But that's not what the question is, Kyle. Kyle wants to know if we had to pick between those two. So, so would you rather pay Wiggins? So there's been the the the, the camp of people, which I think it, over the years has evolved, that believe that if Draymond Green has played for any team, had played for any team that wasn't the Golden State Warriors and didn't have the exact supporting cast that he has had around him his entire career, that he would not be as successful as he is. I am one of the people who I don't subscribe to that ideology. Now, the question is, is it really is now when you really want to roll the dice, right? Like if we were in this position, you know, two contract cycles ago with Draymond that or maybe one even, I think it's a different conversation. But I maybe at this point in his career, we're kind of at a point where do you really want to lock this guy in for four years? You know, even if you front load the contract to make it easier, you know, lessen the blow in later years like, yeah that Swiss army knife that you know him to be and the glue that he is that can hold a team together and, and the heartbeat that he is, you know, um, is now when you want to roll the dice. Yeah, I guess maybe not. So you just talked yourself out of it. Sometimes you do growing up on the fly. <laughs> and I think we should let people grow <laughs> and learn from their mistakes. This is my thing. Do the Pistons want to add a person who will be 32 to 36 during this contract and can't right. shoot right do they want to give 25 million to somebody who for all we know could be toast in a year and a half sure and listen i you know i love draymond but detroit has been down this route many times many times the last decade yeah you talk about the Swiss Army knife. Why can't that be Isaiah Livers? Maybe sure. not, obviously to a bigger degree, or Isaiah Stewart to a different degree. Like, sure. Do you need another? Is the heartbeat? Does Draymond's heartbeat hit the same if he's coming into a situation? Like, I guess obviously he'll demand respect from these young players for sure. I don't think that's a question, but I don't know. I I just feel like a big voice like that coming into a group that's growing together and then trying to act like I've been there before. This is how you follow me, lead me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure he still has, he'll have what it takes on the floor for that, for that voice to resonate. Is it more maybe subconsciously? I want the Udonis Haslam type on my team. You do. I think maybe, I think maybe his name's Rodney. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, sorry. I forgot that Rodney Magruder is everyone's favorite basketball player. Um, Okay, from Tony. Hey, well, guys. Really quick, I would sign Draymond. If I'm not saying point. that, I would not give Draymond $25 million. If Draymond wants to come to Detroit for four years, $12 million, four years, $15 million, Come on in, buddy. Four for 40. He ain't doing that until he I'm sorry you know, but he's doing 4 for 12. What are we talking about? No, he ain't doing that either. He's not okay. doing any of the ones I okay. named. Okay, just okay. All right, I'm just making sure. Okay. Yeah. From Tony. Hey guys, out of respect for your time, I'll keep this brief. I vaguely remember there being a conversation about a Sadiq versus Beef Stew arm wrestling match to happen later. Did I make that up? Did it ever happen? And if not, does Sadiq does Sadiq's summer training montage cement him as the favorite? To the latter part of that question, yes, Sadiq being in the mountains this summer I think everyone has started to love Sadiq Bay, especially after the story that you wrote, James. I think everybody has started to love uh, Sadiq Bay just a little bit more, if not significantly more. Um, to the first part of the question, no, you are not crazy. That did happen. The origins of that conversation, I do not remember. 
Did I ever tell you when I asked Isaiah, when I asked them about it together? I think so, but go ahead. Have I told that on the pod or did I just tell you? Maybe not. So go ahead. Uh, I apologize if you've already heard this story, uh, but it's. Well, it's been getting brought up a lot lately and it hasn't been talked about in a while. So go ahead. I don't think it's that bad at all again. Um, we were in D.C. Yes, because we were at we were in Georgetown. Uh, Pistons are practicing in at Georgetown's gym. I'm interviewing Isaiah Stewart for part of a story. And then after we're done, after I'm done getting the quotes for that story, I ask him after I'm like, Isaiah. I've we've been wondering who would win an arm wrestling match between you and Sadiq. He's like me and Deke. He's like, I would win. I was like, of course, you're going to say that. Like, what are we talking about? Right. And then he yelled. He yelled over at Sadiq and asked who would win. Sadiq was on the other side of the gym or something like that. And I'm sure Sadiq said he would win. I don't think they'd be opposed to doing it. I just don't know. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they should be opposed to doing it on camera. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree should, with I'm that. sure they maybe they've done it already. As a yeah, sure. Who did you take? I can't pick. I can't decide. <sighs> I think I would have to go with Isaiah. I think I'd have to. Uh, though he has ridiculously long arms. It, but it's a 51-49 type thing, you know. Like whoever you whoever you pick, I'm like, yeah, I get it. But it's, it's Isaiah. But Sadiq is. Like I've said many times, built like an oak dresser. I don't know who I would pick. This is good. If you want to be Sadiq and I'm Isaiah, and then when they finally do it, we get to see who's right. I'm fine with that. You want to try to get your double or not in your money? Oh, God. Well, I don't. You would have to record it at least for me. So I knew you weren't lying. You know what I mean? Right. I would at yeah, least I, need I, there to be I, or, or, or you know, fly me out to wherever, you know, the athletic. And so I can witness this arm wrestling competition. Maybe we'll have, Maybe we'll get it set up in Chicago. We'll do, it right, we'll do it outside of uh, stands. Uh, another question from T. Boogie. Hey, fellas, what would your walk-in song be if you were a pro wrestler or baseball player? This is a great question for you, James. Ooh. Why is it just for me? Why, why not for you? Well, I just mean because you grew up caring about you know wrestlers oh, and you yeah, can yeah, yeah. sort of identify what would be the better you know songs for it. I don't really know. What would be? I mean, it's a hype song. Like, what gets you? I mean, I some, would do some I would music do... goes with the character. I would do diplomatic immunity because because of the horns at the beginning. Mm. It's very orchestral. That'd you know, be hard. that'd be yeah. hard. Man, what would I do as a as a walkthrough song? Oh, that's tough. I actually never thought about like what my theme music would be. Um, mine might be uh, Raekwon Ice Cream. Doom, 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 doom. Okay, Hell, yeah. For people that aren't familiar with the with the legendary Wu Tang Clan, hold on. Are you about to get us copyright strike? Didn't we already go with this when we were doing the Rick Astley stuff and never going to give you up? And we were but like, did we know, get we... in trouble? But did we? That's true. Nobody got. Nobody yelled at us. They know, or they just don't listen, <laughs> or or that people um, are asleep at the wheel. We could do. <laughs> it's a lawless. <laughs> th- it's a lawless town at the BNC. It is. All right, hold on. Here's Raekwon Ice Cream. Like that's I'm coming out. If you hear when you hear that hit, somebody's getting their ass whooped. <laughs> Running down the aisle with a chair. Uh we have a, a bit of a longer winded one here, but this is why I love our uh emailers because they send us just the longest questions of all time. Because like I say, I always appreciate these emails. I just love it because I'm able to identify with these questions because as somebody who also takes too long to just ask the question, uh, I really appreciate that people 
identify with the show in that way. So this question I don't comes even to know us. what you just said. What do you mean? Talk about long winded. Oh, facts. Okay. Uh, from Tom. First of all, huge thanks to both of you as a relatively new Piston fan from London, England. As a, well, I guess it could have been London, Ontario. Shout uh, out from to London. Uh, who doesn't watch many games live because of the time difference. This podcast alongside James articles have made it easy to become a fan. It's been a huge part in developing my fandom so quickly and no doubt offers the same for other international listeners. Why the Pistons? It seems logical as a passionate Detroit Lions fans, Lions fan, uh, which meant, okay, I guess I can speed past kind of this, this part a little bit. Thank you though. Tom. How did he land on the Lions? Is that in there? So in parentheses, he put why them? For another time. So he actually, he thought okay. that you might ask that. Yeah. He goes, so two Email questions. Email us back and tell us why. Uh, who is the savior of the Detroit Lions and why is it? And he crossed out Bryce Young and put Noah Kim. I think most people would probably <laughs> say CJ Stroud. I do not subscribe to that. Uh, and which current Pistons player would you add to the Lions roster and at what position? Great questions. Uh, thank you for your support across the pond. Um, uh, Stu is my tight end fan. Stu is a tight end or D end. Oh, that'd be good. That'd he would be, be good. like Jadavian Clowney at South Carolina. <laughs> It'd be a beast. Um, Sadiq is a linebacker. Football would be nuts. Sadiq would be a good safety. It'd be like Von Miller. Yeah, maybe linebacker. Yeah, maybe right. It'd be Von Miller. Uh, um, what was the first part of his question? Uh, the first part was uh, who's the Lions savior quarterback? Who do you want them to draft? Are oh, you a Bryce I'm, Young guy? I'm Bryce Young. Yeah. yeah. I think Bryce Young, his poise, people are worried about his his height. Um, I'm not worried about it. Like, I just think that dude just has it. Can we just – I love Anthony Richardson. I love him at Florida, okay? That that kid's great. He's awesome. He's got a cannon. He stunk last weekend. Here's the Saturday. thing, though. Why is he allowed to wear 15? Why is that not in the rafters at Florida? Or why is there not, like, an unsp- – like, I don't know. It's like, a good question. Why is why is jersey not retired? Why can he wear 15? And maybe it's like, oh, he called and got the, you know, the okay, like Jamison Williams wearing uh nine for the Lions. Like he called Stafford and was like, hey, well, it's weird that 15 I'm mad is, that Jamison did that, but yeah. It's weird that 15 is wearable at Florida. That is it's, weird. I didn't think about that. Hmm. Uh, he also added at the end side. Actually, we'll talk about this off. Uh, Tom offered for us to come on his podcast. We will talk about that after the show. Maybe we can make okay. something happen there. That'd be kind of fun. Do a little yeah. crossover thing. Um, what do you say we end on a more personal and philosophical question. Let's get it. It is from the lovely emailer, David, who we, who I was able to identify with because his email signature is, mm, I love cookies. Oh, and as somebody guy. who, yes. And yes. Okay. So you Shout remember David yeah. and he did actually email us a follow-up that was like, yes, I am pretty sure it was him. That was like, yeah, I don't know how to change my signature. So feel him there. Hey, Nick and James, first of all, love the show, love the Pistons, and I love how you guys uh, contrast each other when it comes to your takes. It doesn't feel like a compliment, but I see what you mean. I was wondering if you guys could give some takes on navigating the quote-unquote work world. I graduated college in April and started my big boy job on May 1st and have been wrestling with it. I question my decision on my major, and I don't know if I love doing what I do. Uh, How do you find passion in what you do, and have you guys felt this before? I think this is a great question for both of us. And I would yeah, love I 100% to hear, agree. I would love to hear you go first. So it's always it, one of the things that uh, I've always struggled with in terms of advice is a lot of people will ask me um, when they're going into college and, and they're figuring out what they want their major to be. They'll ask me what I went for. Now, most of you will know I did not. I didn't go to college. So uh, I'm often disillusioned 
by the entire process. And uh, it's, it's difficult. So, so really what I'm getting at here is I've always had the benefit of um, not being tied to a major and like I, the, the idea of like financially tying yourself to something like that, the stress or, of that to me or is you've terrifying. never been, you've never, uh, there's, you do this, you do this, you, you graduate, you go to school, you get a job. You, you never also live by that. Right. So right. you're, yeah. Which I think is for certain people. I think that's great. My, my path, my path in, in every conceivable way has been unconventional. And in, in a lot of ways, um, like I never really had to do the like, quote unquote, big boy job thing. You know what I mean? Like I went from just working like, you know, normal, like retail jobs to doing YouTube to now I'm in Los Angeles. And like, so my transition was always kind of weird. So, so what I can really speak towards here um, is finding passion in sort of what it is that we're doing. Um, for me, the only reason that I started doing videos in the first place, for those who uh, haven't been around since, you know, literally the very beginning, I started by just making post-game recap videos uh, on Twitter for the Pistons in like 2018 or something, 17 That's or 18 how I or found something. You. Right. That's how, you know, a lot of Pistons fans did. Um, and one of the reasons that I wanted to do those was because like, or I guess what drove me to keep making them was I found it really fun to try to find the talking points that other people weren't talking about. And you're not going to be able to do that for every game. You're not going to be able to force it for every game, but it's like, you know, standing out is really, really hard and feeling unique is really, really hard in a world where digitally, especially everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody's like participating in the same trends and like, you know, it's really hard to stand out. And in what I do, there's that, dunks everywhere. In, in what I in what we do, that's literally what your job is, is to stand out so that you can, you know, carve out this market for yourself and so that you can find an audience because people are only going to watch you if they think that what you're doing is bringing substance. So um, finding value is something that I still struggle with uh, all the time. Um, like even like, you know, just starting Motown Noah back up, it's like, you know, okay, everybody's making videos about um you know, Kevin Durant and, and, you know, video essays on, on all this stuff that's going on. So it's like, what can I talk about, uh, that isn't happening? And, 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 you know, I don't know what it is that your major is, um, David. So I, you know, I can't say maybe give a, a closer analogy to what it is that, you know, you could be focusing on. I'm also just at the end of the day, some guy, I don't know anything. I'm only 24. I don't know anything about anything. Um, so I guess it's this isn't even really advice. I'm just more empathizing with the struggle. Like I really get it. It's and and it's it's really hard to like, you know, whether you're working retail, whether you're whatever it is that you're doing, you're working in the food industry. You know, some of you out there are probably in the you know the comedy scene, the music scene, super competitive industries. And man, those rooms are tough too. I tell you what about comedians, and this is this is a little bit of a tangent. Hold on, really no, quick, really quick, really quick, really quick. Some of you are probably in the comedy scene. Like, how many do you think we have like people going for trying to be the next Bernie Mac that we that are listeners? Oh, yeah. I think it's I tell you what, dude, that this is more to my point is I don't think you realize how common it and that, that's not to say, you know, even 10% of our listeners. I'm just using this as an example. There's of, one of you. At I'm least just, one of you. I'm just using this as an example of how hard it is to be unique and how hard it is to stand out and, and build an audience or at least, you know, feel respected in whatever craft it is that you're doing. Because not everybody's trying to build an audience. But if we have any listeners that are trying to be stand up comedians, please email us. We got an email about a D1 athlete. 
I, I, really? I, I forgot. I still haven't read it. I will read it while you're giving your response. But what I want to say really quick is, you know, when you're in the comedy scene, when you're in the music scene, uh, you know, in local, I say local places like Chicago, Chicago, Detroit, Los Angeles, wherever it is, you know, you're playing in a room of 12 people, but nine of those people are the performers. Right. And they're just there because they have to watch your set. So you're really only trying to appeal to, to like three people and and, you know, having to just just it's exhausting, man. I hate to be the guy that's like, man, being alive is so tiring, but it's so hard and it's tough, man. I, I really feel for you here. I Hopefully James has some actual advice for you. Yeah, no, I I like your perspective in terms of just being able to relate to him. I, I can say this. And this is kind of how I've always just lived my life. Uh, you live, we, as far as we know, you live on this planet one time. You live life once. Um, so if you're doing something that doesn't make you happy, go do something that does. Um, I am fortunate and blessed enough that I love basketball. I have loved basketball my whole life and I grew to love storytelling. And this is the job. I get to do two of those things. Um, that is my job. Both of those things combined. So I'm in a situation where getting to go into work every day is, is fun. Is it tiring? Yes. Is, is it first world problems because I'm tired of flying on the plane? Sure. hundred percent. Um, but is it tiring in general? Like there are a lot of tiring aspects, but at the end of the day, I get to for I get paid for a living to cover the NBA. So that's is like I I can't ask for more and truly how blessed I am to have those opportunities. So all I will say is you'll know in your heart if it's something that you just absolutely you're just if you're not feeling it man find something that that you do love even if it's the route scarier um even if the path isn't as certain even if um, even if you're walking away for more money, yeah, you live, uh, you live this life once. And if it's something you got to do every day, you make sure you want to make sure you want to get up and go to work every day and you enjoy getting up and going to work every day. Uh, so even if that, even if that means you have to change routes and that new route is scary as all hell, I'm sure it'll be worth it if you make it to the end of that. So that's that's my thing. Live live your one life to the fullest. I have someone who I love very much that I watched do something that they hated for a really really long time because it was out of necessity. That's what you had to do, right? You, you get out of school and you have to get a job. Sometimes you have to get two jobs. Some people have to get three jobs. Some people get four jobs. And uh, you know, watching them have to do these things because that's just part of the struggle, man. Like that's what you got to do. You got to work. Uh, and eventually over the years watching it like just chip away at them but eventually seeing them be able to squeak out of it and finally you know latch on to what they actually want to be doing and get one of their dream jobs uh, it's a great feeling and the only reason I say that is because there are people who care about you and if this is affecting you uh, you know in a, in a pretty serious way um, you know everybody's rooting for you man and uh, the BNC is here for you we are here. Hopefully our um yeah, hopefully our words helped. Uh I'm sure it's not anything you haven't heard before, but yeah. It certainly is uh it, hopefully it made you think about where you're at and what you're happy with and what you want to do and yeah, just being happy every day. So, uh we will end on this. This was this is not part of the mailbag. This is from the D1 athlete. This is the only 
a follow-up that we got to our our inquiry to any listeners dm us if you are a former d1 athlete this is the only one that we got so not an athletic group of people <laughs> so what we got going on here uh the subject line is washed d1 athlete so we're doing pretty good here uh what's up guys semi new listener and big fan at first when i first read this i thought it said semi listener and i was like you didn't have to say that you can <laughs> you don't have to say i don't really listen to the show semi new listener and big fan was just listening to episode one or two where y'all said any d1 athletes should reach out i was a sprinter for my first two years in college did the rare transfer from u of m after freshman year to msu for the remainder smart uh, man is this is this gretchen whitmer <laughs> uh big gretch buffed up ended up having to leave msu's team after wait a minute should i be reading this on the show Ooh, I. I, I didn't say his name, did I? I don't think I said his name. I'll listen I back. Think I don't think so. I did. If he didn't do anything bad, I'm just saying. Ended up having to leave MSU's team after a season due to injuries slash to party. Uh, side note, ended up working at Impact 89 FM and covered the football team from 2013 to 2015. So James and I may have crossed paths there. If not, he probably got this work at IM West at some point. Hold on. I need to know who this is. Uh, P.S. Oh, and he also sent this from a University of Michigan.edu email. And he wanted to clarify this email is from a master's program. I am not a Walmart Wolverine. So sick flex on the master's there partner yeah. and sick, <laughs> sick flex from going from Michigan to Michigan state <laughs> back to Michigan. <laughs> oh man. Thank you for the email. Can you tell me his name? I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you it off the air. I don't want to air this guy out. Why? He didn't say anything. he said he because of injury and party like that. Welcome to college. Like you didn't say anything crazy. What's his first name? Uh, his first name is Dan. I need a last name. Yeah, we'll do it off the show. All if right, he was 2013 to 15. Like that's I graduated in 14, and I my jersey's in the rafters at IM West. So, oh my god, I'm sure I busted his ass once or twice. Shout out to Rio Town. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave reviews, subscribe if you're feeling generous. If you're listening to this on Spotify, wait, did I say it's Spotify already? We will catch you guys. New Green Tea Pang, go check it out. New Motown Noah videos are out too. You can go watch those. Yeah, go, go, check su- go those. subscribe to Motown Noah. RR, are we done with YouTube? RR, no, we just haven't had anything that's been like clippable. I've been like sc- like scouring on the episodes, being like, is this a good video? And just co- cohesively, uh, I think once we get back into the season and there's quote unquote actually stuff to talk about, it'll be way easier to clip stuff off. No, the YouTube is not dead, but right now it's just like we're not talking about anything that's clippable. Question. Um. First of all, there's like a fake Etsy site called Shirt Sadiq Bay. Okay. Um, run long. What's up? Oh, what was my question? Oh, can, do you want to take next week off? Going into training camp? Okay, yeah. Let there's people... nothing next week, and then camp will be back the following week. Okay. Media day and camp. There'll be media. We'll be recording on the day of media day. All right. Well, we're going to go on vacation, everybody. This was just decided, so yeah. <laughs> we will see you guys. We will be off next week. We will be back. The month we will be back Tuesday. I'm assuming I don't know the date. I'm assuming media day will be Monday. Is that the 25th, the 26th, whatever date that is? Um, and we'll have something to talk about next cool. week. We've been on low fumes since the Isaiah Stewart interview. Yeah, uh, I will still be making videos on Motown Noah. James will still be writing stories for the athletic. We will catch you guys in the next one. Peace, green tea, Peng.